He was only eight years old, but he noticed a problem and decided to do something about it. A second grade student uh, named Keone made keychains and sold them to go toward student lunch debt at his school in Washington State. Here's a picture of him uh, presenting his principal with a check recently for $4,015. That was enough money to pay off uh, the student lunch debt for his entire school and give money to six other nearby schools for their debts as well. Keone was inspired uh, to raise money after hearing about an NFL player who last year gave thousands of dollars to clear students' lunch debt and after having a firsthand experience. The eight-year-old said, I almost ran out of lunch money. And then I thought about other kids who would run out of lunch money very quickly. He raised the money by making personalized keychains that he sold for $5 each. He and his family uh, called the project uh, Keychain Kindness because his school has a special kindness week each year. The Keychain Project has led others to respond generously too. Uh, one man who didn't even know the family heard about this cause and gave a gift of $1,000. Isn't that how a desire to serve others spreads and grows? You hear about one person helping others and, and then that might stir something in you. So you want to respond. Too. If we could spread love as quickly as we spread hate and negativity, what an amazing world we would live in. People like Keone, this eight-year-old, are helping lead the way. His principal said, I think the lesson here from Keone is that when you see a need and then you go and address the need, people notice. What is greatness? How do you think greatness is defined? According to Jesus, greatness is all about service. Jesus says, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. In our series, The Core, we're talking about five core principles of following Jesus. Today, we're going to focus on Jesus' passion for service and what that means for us. People who know and experience the salvation Jesus came to bring us all are called to a life of service. To follow Jesus, our Savior, means to serve Him and to serve others. Saved people serve people. One of the many places in the Bible where God teaches us that is our reading for this morning. James and John, two brothers, approach Jesus with a request. Teacher, they say, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. As Jesus often does when people approach him, he responds with a question. What do you want me to do for you? He asks. And they reply, let one of us sit at your right hand and the other at your left in your glory. Those are positions of prestige and power. Uh, James and John want prominence 
for themselves. They want the places of highest honor. It can be so tempting for us to want that for ourselves too, can't it? So tempting to seek recognition for ourselves, to want to be honored above others, to crave personal attention and glory. Every time we set our hearts on that, it's like we're in the place of James and John, coming to Jesus and asking our Lord to do for us whatever we want. Lord, let me sit by you to be recognized as great by others. Let me be honored above other people. Let me have a special place of honor, Jesus. Let my name be in light. And like James and John, when we think like that, we have so much to learn about Jesus, about greatness, and even about ourselves. Jesus responds, you don't know what you're asking. Can you drink the cup I drink or be baptized with the baptism I'm baptized with? Here Jesus is talking about his death. He knew it was coming. It's why he came. Drink the cup I drink was a Jewish expression that meant to share someone's fate. The cup Jesus had to drink refers to his suffering and death for our redemption, how Jesus died to save us. The image of baptism also refers to his suffering and death as a kind of, of baptism that he would undergo to save us. In giving his life for us, Jesus shows that greatness is service. James and John thought, as we often do, that greatness means occupying positions of honor and authority and, and prestige. They wanted to be seen as great in the eyes of others. But Jesus shows us the true measure of greatness is actually service. Now, word about this conversation trickled back to the other disciples. How do you think they would react when the other disciples hear about this conversation? They get really upset with James and John. Maybe that's because they want to ask Jesus the same thing. Maybe it's because they want that, those positions of power and prestige for themselves. And, and these other two beat them to Jesus to ask about that. And Jesus senses all this, and he calls the disciples together because sometimes we just need to come together as a team and talk. And Jesus, Jesus basically tells them, you know, you've seen how the rulers of the Gentiles, in other words, the pagan leaders, the godless leaders of the society around us, Jesus says, you've seen how they throw their weight around, and when people get a little power, how quickly it goes to their heads. It's not going to be that way with you. Jesus insists, not so with you. Not so with you. Here, Jesus overturns the value structure of the world. The good life isn't about seeking the highest places of honor for ourselves. No, the good life, the life you've been made to live, and the life that each one of you, each one of us deep down in your heart, you long to live the good life. The good life 
is characterized by humble and loving service. According to Jesus, greatness is service. He explains, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must be the least of all, slave of all. For even the Son of Man, Jesus says. That's a title for the Messiah. It's, it's a title for Jesus. Even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Ransom means uh, the price paid for release from bondage. When we turned away from God and our love failed, we incurred a debt far greater than anything we could ever do to make right. Unlike the school lunch debt, this was a debt we could not pay. It led to bondage, to sin and death. Jesus, in his mercy, in an act of sheer grace, gave his life to release us from that bondage. In Jesus, our debt is paid. He came to this world as a servant, as the servant who would suffer and die so things could be set right and so we could be forgiven, restored, and made whole. Jesus' passion for service led him all the way to the cross to a complete emptying of himself for us and for our salvation. So people who know the salvation Jesus came to bring. People who experience God's saving grace. We are people of the cross. We, we are people called to take up the cross, called to serve. Saved people serve people. Jesus makes it clear. If we want to follow him, serving others is essential. Not optional. It's not a nice thing we do every once in a while, on the side, if we feel like it, if the conditions are just right, it's to be our way of life. It's to be central to who we are and how we live in the world. So what's that mean in practical terms for your day-to-day -day life and, and, and mine? It means this, have the same mindset as Jesus, not looking to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Reach out to others who are hurting and in need. Show compassion and grace to those around you. You know, sometimes we expect grace from other people, like we expect others to give us, just give me a little grace. I was, you know, I made a mistake, and, and we just kind of naturally expect people just to give us grace. But the question we have to ask ourselves is this, are we willing to extend that same grace to other people? The grace we expect that they will show to us. It means that we pray for people. It means we bless them. Serving as Jesus calls us to serve means having this mindset that we want to grow to the point that one of your first thoughts each morning is in your heart is about how you can bless someone that day. Last week we were tidying up at the house. I heard a voice from the next room saying, thank you for your service. 
I went in to see Molly talking to some of our belongings that didn't make the cut. <laughs> she saw this puzzled look on my face, and, and then she quickly said, oh, it's the Marie Kondo method for decluttering. <laughs> of course, that meant nothing to me. I was like, what? Uh, explain? And so she added, um, you thank each individual item, whether it's a shirt or a pair of shoes, uh, for serving its purpose before getting rid of it. <laughs> and then she held up a shirt. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Each of us has a purpose to serve, a wonderful, lifelong purpose. And when our days here are accomplished, God doesn't get rid of us. There are no better words to hear than these from the Lord himself. Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your master. We read in the Bible that we are saved by grace through faith in Jesus and what he's done for us. And we're saved for a purpose, for good works, which God prepared in advance to be our way of life, our way of life. Part of our vision here at Spry is that everyone would be involved in hands-on ministry and service. Everyone. Because everyone has been given gifts and abilities. And those are meant not just to be put to use for yourself. God has given you gifts and abilities for works of service so that the body of Christ can be built up and God's work in the world today can be advanced through you. This is the call of Jesus for your life, for you to use the gifts and abilities God has given you to serve others. There's such meaning and joy in that. If you want to follow Jesus, be a servant. Embrace the call to serve. Don't think, what's in this for me? But rather, what's in me for this? How can you serve others today. What we're developing here is a culture of service. This month alone, an entire family from our church is going to Guatemala on a medical mission trip. Another family is going to Africa. Why? Because they've heard the call of Jesus. Following Jesus, whether around the corner or around the world, is all about service. One of our college students has discovered the great joy and fulfillment that come along with serving Jesus. Ryan has gone a number of times now to Guatemala to serve with our mission partners there at the New Life Children's Home, serving and blessing children in need and sharing the love of Jesus with them. And each time, like others who go, he comes back so excited about what God is doing and about how he can be part of it by serving others. His most recent trip was last uh, Christmas into early January. And here's a video he made about it. Hey, Spry Church. For those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Ryan Schreckegast, and I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you all very much for your continued support of my trips down to Guatemala. Um, it means more to me than you could ever possibly imagine, and to those kids as well. Um, you've given me the means to go down there several times, and you know, I am forever grateful for that. Um, 
but in terms of some of the excess money that you guys have raised and given out, you know, you've been able to purchase a grill, you've been able to help purchase bicycles, send the kids to school, help the school building projects. So you actually have been able to purchase classrooms um, to be built for their, their new high school uh, with the offering from this past Christmas, which was extremely generous. Um, you know, their medical, their just everyday life essentials, maybe even electricity um, or therapy for some of the kids, medication. Um, and you know, the missionaries are so thankful for that. And you know, I know those kids are too. And as you all know, we have been advertising a trip down there this summer. Um, if you haven't signed up yet, I really encourage you to do so. I know the deadline's pretty soon, might even be today. Um, but you know, maybe next year, it changes your life. And uh, it's a really great opportunity to give back to God's kingdom and to further your faith in God. So again, I just wanna say thank you so much for all of your support. And you know, hope to see you all soon. Evancraft. Ya me cansé esconderlo. Ya nunca me avergonzaré de ti. El mundo tiene que saberlo. Les contaré lo que tú has hecho en mí. Seré un reflejo de tu gracia. Difundirlo, lo que digo voy a demostrarlo Tal vez sin tener que decirlo Tu amor voy a manifestarlo Al escucharme o al verme El mundo va a reconocerme Soy la luz y no voy a esconderme La sal y no pienso desvanecerme Sería una carta leída Que narra la obra que has hecho con mi vida Tengo identidad definida Un león que escapó de su guarida No contaban con mi astucia Verán lo que soy a través de tu gracia Seré el eco que siempre te anuncia Iré solo donde me guíe tu presencia in Guatemala, there's a tradition of uh, setting off fireworks on Christmas, so that's what we see here. proud of those from our church who serve there in that ministry, as well as those who serve in other ways. And closer to home, there are needs right around us. There, there's virtually an unlimited uh, number of ways you and I can serve. Um, a group of uh, youth from our church thought of an idea to serve our neighbors. Homeless ministry kits, because you may know what it's like. You see someone in, in need on the street corner, and like, what do you do? If I give money, is this going to the right, you know? To, and what, what we can do is this. Here's a simple, here's a simple way that you can give that, that you know 
you know can make a difference. The, the youth from our church uh, collected items like tissues, toothbrushes, and toothpaste, combs, uh, soap and shampoo, deodorant, band-aids, hand sanitizer, new socks, peanut butter crackers, other non-perishable food items. And you were so generous as a church that with the donations you gave, the youth were able to stuff all the way to the very top 45 bags, 45 backpacks worth of items that we now call homeless ministry kits. And now people can give them to those in need. Uh, several weeks ago, someone took a bag uh, from church after, after worship and then sent me um, this message later in the week after he had given the bag to a neighbor. He, he wrote to tell me, just wanted to pass on some gratitude from passing out one of the backpacks today. The individual was very grateful. I loved the idea of this message. Bags are available in the lobby by the main doors. Consider picking up one or more today. Keep it in your car. And then when you see someone in need, you have something right away that you can give. It's a simple but meaningful way to reach out to those around us. How are you serving others today? There are so many ways to serve. Every need that we see represents a way for you and me to serve. You can serve in the community. You can serve with the scouts. You can serve at the link, our community youth center. See the list of service opportunities in our church, locally or internationally, on the website in your bulletin, sprychurch.com slash serve. Serving takes us beyond ourselves for the sake of a greater purpose. And you know, sometimes we can get so fixated on our struggles, our problems, our worries, our fears. One of the wonderful benefits of service is it can shift our focus. It can help us see a broader perspective. It can move our focus away from our worries, our fears, our anxiety, so that we can step into a life of greater meaning and purpose and fulfillment and joy. And it comes simply by saying yes to the call to serve others. Find a way this week to serve other people. The compassion of Jesus is a powerful force in our world today. Jesus has shown in his own life and ministry unwavering commitment and devotion to caring for others and to serving others. Here's the point that's so important for us to understand and demonstrate in our own ways. People are drawn. People are drawn to the power seen in ministries of compassion and service. When we as Christians demonstrate this kind of compassion and care for others, others are drawn through us to Jesus. Saved people serve people. Commit yourself to serving others, and you'll find there's a great life for you to live. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you came to us in Jesus to teach us that true greatness is shown through service. 
Thank you for coming to serve us, even to give your life for us and for our salvation. Help us serve you and serve others today. Help us not just to hear about service, not just to see what others are doing, but to be moved, to be drawn ourselves into a life of service more and more. That that would be what we're about. That that would be our focus. Looking beyond ourselves to the needs of others. Fill us, Lord, with your compassion and your joy for us to share the gifts you've given us with others in our words and our actions for their good and for your greater glory. Come, Holy Spirit. Come and, and lead us deeper into a life of service together, into forming a culture of service with Jesus at the center. Help us serve you, Lord, and serve others. And as Jesus taught us, now we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name.